Big Rick Podcast. The best of the biggest interviews from Big Rick in the Morning on iHeartRadio, Apple, or Google Podcasts, or anywhere podcasts are heard. See more info now at onairwithrick.com. Fellas, good morning. Hey, how are you, Rick? I'm good. Fellas, um, first of all, I am excited to see the new movie, Impractical Jokers, the movie. I just actually watched the trailer right before you called in on the hotline. This looks pretty funny. Uh, how did you get Paula Abdul to be a part of this? You know, we, we wrote we, the part for her. The movie starts, it's basically like the TV show, like 80% of the movie is improvised and spontaneous and surprises. Uh, but there's like a loose narrative to get us on this journey to uh, compete in hidden camera challenges. And the movie starts when we're in high school in 1994. And uh, and who's more quintessential 90s uh, than Paul Abdul? Uh, so when we reached out to her for the part to see if she would do it, uh, she, we found that she was a fan. And we couldn't believe it. And she signed on. And uh, it was awesome. The movie starts in like a concert that we ruined of hers in the 90s. And then 25 years later, we're now on Impractical Jokers, and uh, and she gives us tickets to her concert, not realizing we're the ones who ruined it 25 years earlier. <laughs> and uh, but she only gives us three tickets, and the four of us there's four of us. So we have to compete in hidden camera challenges in order to figure out who gets to go to the Paul Abdul concert 30 okay. years later. I mean, just full disclosure, though, I've been I've had a you know a crush on her since then. And I think this was just we made the movie just so we could meet her, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Sal, you're portrayed as Mr. Sensitive on the TV show, uh, but man, I feel like you get picked on the most out of all the guys. Uh, what is it? Do they just exploit your sensitivity to make you do all these awful punishments? Because you do some really, really bad ones throughout the uh, TV series. Yeah, I mean, it's all about exploiting each other, definitely. I uh, I think that me and Murray probably get the worst of the punishments on the television show. I think it started for me in the beginning, like 10 years ago when we started this. I lost a lot the first season. Like, I just, I was the one to, like, not get used to it, like, out of all of us. And I lost a lot. I got that reputation. And I think people, the feedback I get is people enjoy seeing me suffer because I suffer well. So, yes. so I think that, uh, you know, once I got that reputation, that uh, he kind of made a monster out of oh, Sal, it. And, uh, what, what think, they, yeah, I'm a what punching they really say, sure. Sal, what they really say is that you're insufferable. You're interpreting it wrong. It, it, uh, it means something different. You're insufferable. Well, got it, it. well, I'll Google insufferable, and I'll get back to you guys. <laughs> yes. Uh, and, you know, Murr, now hold on, hold on a second, because I think you get picked on a lot, too, because your moral compass is like all over the place. Is that accurate? Yeah, they give me the business, man. I mean, you know, they, they shave my eyebrows, they pierce my nipples, they come out of an airplane and I'm afraid of heights. They uh, gave me two prostate exams. They made me wear Q's hair on my head. I remember that. So, yeah. Jeez, when, you, when, you, when you say it all together like that, it doesn't sound like fun. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, what, what was like the big difference between making a movie and you know doing a tv series i'm sure both of those are a lot of work it takes a lot of collaboration to put things like that together but what's different about doing a movie yeah we just wanted to um you know we we, we we've amassed this universe this fan base that is so loyal and and so ardent and and we were like what could we do what's the next level thing that we could do for them where their experience could be different and we started toying around with the movie years ago it's so long to get made, but 
the idea was to have all the fans come together and have a communal experience. Like, you know, when you go to the theater, like, you don't necessarily all agree with why you're there or share the same exact interests. But we thought if we could put a movie in theaters, that it would be an experience of fans where they can come out and have a different movie-going experience where they're kind of like, it's a shared experience and it kind of raises the viewing of the show, the TV show, to new heights. Because we hear that people, families watch it together, which is mm-hmm. cool. And we're like, what if we could bring all those people together? And and it worked because last week we were in limited release at for 350 screens our fans came out so heavy to see it that we had the highest average of any movie released last week. Now this week they're expanding to almost 1,900 screens. So Holy this cow. is a real make or break week for all the fans that were like, it's not in my area. The fans where it, were, where the, where it was playing, they worked hard to get it to those other fans. So this is a big week for us. Like if, if everybody comes out this week, this will be a real, real underdog story for us. Yeah, that's... Uh... That's incredible, and the the movie did open on the twenty first, so it has been out about a week or so. So if uh, we'll, we'll have to Google that when I get off the air to see if there's a screening near us here in Nashville or Bowling Green. You know, quick question: uh, I kind of came into the TV series kind of late. Uh, I my kids joke with me all the time. I'm always late to the party with everything. How did you all meet? You said you've been lifelong friends, but how did that happen exactly? We, we we met in high school 30 years ago, freshman year, like literally the first week, probably the first day. And uh, we became uh, friends and performed together in high school doing improv and then uh, best friends and then uh, formed our comedy troupe at the Tenderloins. And then we failed for a very long time and then we sold Impractical Jokers and now we're uh, made a movie and now here we are on the phone. <laughs> and, and, and that entire so was, 30 years like you've been pulling pranks on each other, yes or no? You know, we've been messing with each other a lot. Okay. Yeah. It, it's kind of like this embarrassment humor. Is, is ingrained in our DNA because we went to a, like an all-boys Catholic high school. So there's uh-huh. really nothing to do other than mess around and have fun and poke fun at each other. So it got ingrained in us in a very early age, and we we're just fortunate to kind of make a clear of it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I have to ask you, who is really the funniest member of the whole the whole group, if in your opinion? Well, you know, I would say uh, <laughs> either Sal or me. I would say it's one of the two of us. Yeah, you know, that's, why they they put, on the they, that's why they put us on the phone. Uh, yeah. Hey, that's <laughs> a guys are, great answer. <laughs> the other guys are just impossible. <laughs> so uh, coming, uh, let's see, on January 30th, you guys aired your 200th episode, um, and that's gonna that actually aired on February 13th. Did you ever imagine this would become one of the longest-running TV shows in cable history? I mean, how could we anticipate that? It, I mean, we had to season one. I remember us looking at each other and like and saying, "Like, well, that was fun," <laughs> but uh, it just connected. And uh, you know, now here we are, almost ten years later. We're, we're, season eight is airing, and we're filming season nine. Uh, we started a couple of days ago. Yeah, uh, you know, we're to- we're touring. Uh, you know, this this summer uh, all through you know the country and in arenas. So this is just a wild, wild ride, and and and. And the movie being successful the first weekend, and hopefully, you know, this weekend is just a testament to just how loyal the fans are. Like we, we've created it as something special. Like you know, out of out of out of a, out of a niche thing, it's people are starting to notice that wow, our fans are everywhere, and they are they are very very loyal. You know, so it's, yeah. it's, it's just kind of like we're like we're in the driver's seat, but we're also kind of like in, uh, on the inside looking out, just marveling at at all the good fortune as well. 
Okay. I've got uh, Sal and Murr from Impractical Jokers on the Goober 95.1 hotline. I hope that you guys come through the Nashville area very soon. I'd love to uh, to meet you and see one of your shows. It sounds like you guys are just on a roll. And good luck with this movie. If it is screening near me, I implore all my listeners, go see these guys. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be funny, and I can't wait to see it myself as well, fellas. Ha- uh, g- good luck with everything. Thanks, bud. Thank you so, so much. We appreciate that. Thanks for listening to the Big Rick Podcast. Remember to subscribe on iHeartRadio, Apple, or Google Podcasts, or anywhere podcasts are heard. See exclusive video interviews and content now with the Big Rick in the Morning YouTube channel. Subscribe now at onairwithrick.com.